Allison Josephs is with us live via telephone. She is the Jew in the city, and some of our greatest conversations on this um a radio show I've been with her. I recommend you go to her website, JewInTheCity.com. Uh, check out our archives for previous times. We've had an opportunity to have her in studio and really get into uh, some of the topics that she addresses. And I'm proud to say that this coming Thursday at 10 a.m., she'll be starting a, a weekly program on our network, which you can uh, find at jmtheam.org. And you'll be able to hear Jew in the City, Allison Josephs, on a weekly basis. And we are very proud of this major piece of news. Jew in the City, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Did Great you, to be here. Did you survive the holiday season? Uh, I did. I was, I'm was. i a little bit sick of eating by now after about a month of <laughs> doing it constantly, but, yeah, it was a good time. How many people do you think started diets yesterday? Oh, um, <laughs> probably a whole lot. Probably. I would only... Or at least a lot of them, maybe for the next day. Ever, the diet always begins tomorrow, so maybe... People's diets are beginning tomorrow. That's true. Anybody who made a commitment yesterday, it likely was supposed to start today. That's true. Um, you must have, I would guess, and we'll talk about the show on Thursday in a moment, but you you must have an interesting perspective on this whole Shabbos project and the way it's taken off and the way that American jury has responded to it. What are your thoughts as we get closer and closer to this coming Shabbos? Um, so I've been pretty involved in trying to spread the word and get it out to key people. Um, I think there's a lot of excitement building. I think um, it's a little bit of a different beast outside of South Africa, just because it's a lot more of a traditional community there. Right. And, you know, basically every person there, even if they've never observed a single Sabbath, has, you know, always belonged to an Orthodox shul. And we have a situation in America and many other parts of the world where people have never even had a bite of challah in their life. So I think it's a little bit of a harder sell. I am hearing from some people that they are making attempts to invite coworkers or neighbors, and they're not getting um, the response they hoped for just because it's so far from what they knew. Not that they're not having success, not that people aren't going to be participating, right. but in terms of I think the success rate they had, the number of participants in South Africa was like 74%. I don't think we're going to be able to expect, you know, quite that high in America, but um, I think what we have to do is build on this year's success, and then, God willing, next year will be even better. Right. Um, Taking it from the other angle, then, uh, are you surprised at all by the successes? Because based on what you just said, many people could have conjectured that it would be a total flop in this country. Um, so, look, I don't know exactly how many people are going to be a part of it. I definitely see the buzz is growing when Paula Abdul did her, you know, uh, Shabbos announcement that she was getting involved. I think there was a lot of excitement. I saw the uh, billboard they had in Times Square last week. I right. think that really got a lot of uh, excitement going. So um, I don't. I don't know if anyone quite has a, a sense of what the numbers are, but um, my sense, and you know, when I did my little uh, segment for them, was that we try for something big and we put our best efforts into it, and we'll see how it goes. And you know. God willing, next year will be even bigger. Allison Josephs is the Jew in the city. Do you remember your first Shabbos? Oh, definitely, yes. My first Shabbos um, I spent with uh, a teacher from my Hebrew high school. It was in Teaneck, New Jersey. In my mind, it felt like Mea Sha'arim because <laughs> I didn't actually know how to differentiate between Teaneck and Um, And I remember walking in my long skirt along the side of the road as we were going to shul that week and thinking that all the cars driving by must have thought that I was one of them. But really, um, I was just like, you know, trying it for this week. Um, But it was incredibly moving. And um, when I got home 
and my parents took me out to a Trafe restaurant that night. I came back to my room and cried because something about Shabbos had changed me, and going back to what I had done before um, suddenly felt like it couldn't go on. So that's the thing. What a lot of people don't realize about the Shabbos Project is that, do you know that it was actually proposed by a Wall Street Journal behavioral psychologist, Dan Ariely, a non-Sabbath observant Israeli Jew? Have you heard about this? I didn't know that. So this, this is a story that I wish got out more, and please, God, for next year, we'll get out even more. There's a YouTube video of Dan Ariely. I read his column all the time in the Wall Street Journal. He went to the chief rabbi of Israel and of England and said to them, if a person would only keep one mitzvah, what should it be? And on their own, they both said Shabbos. And he asked each of them, well, why would you say that? And they said, because Shabbos is so powerful. If you do one Shabbos, then it will lead to more. And so he somehow got connected with the chief rabbi of South Africa and said, well, what if we just try an experiment and see what happens if people just try one Shabbos. So this did not actually start off as an outreach project. They started off as a behavioral psychologist wondering what would happen if Jews kept one Shabbos. So I think that, that part of the story um, needs to be told more because that way it feels more sort of like what would happen to us as a people, not, you know, some key root effort or maybe some people uh, don't feel so comfortable with, um, but more of an idea of what would happen to us. How, how would Shabbos change us? If we made one change for one Shabbos, how could Shabbos change us? Reminis- so- I'm sorry. No, it reminded me of a friend of mine who went with a group of his high school classmates to a Hasidic community just to observe, and, you know, they thought it would be really cool to, you know, being non-observant to, to see what goes on there. And, of course, you know, in his case, it uh, became a big attraction, and, and it went straight to his heart and changed his life. So, you know, you never know, huh? Sure. And that, of course, was also a behavioral experiment, uh, so to speak. I guess they say me tokshalolishma balishma, and this is a perfect example of that. Allison Joseph is with us, the Jew in the city. And by the way, going back to your first Shabbos, so is there any one element? This could be helpful to those who are trying to, you know, to reach those who are uh, unaffiliated. Is there any one thing you remember that really ignited the spark or flipped the switch or just the whole experience as, you know, as one big uh, experience did it for you? I think it was the whole it was the whole experience just because I had done Shabbat dinner before but it was sort of that idea that you were removing yourself in totality that there was no technology that was going to be touched that you were going to be committing to Shabbos completely um, that once you you came out of it and the, the teacher that I went to was, was felt very strongly that I should try for the whole thing and really to sort of dump myself into one thing but it's hard to describe why when my parents had been taking me out to Trafe restaurants for, you know, 16 years of my life, why after one Shabbos, where we didn't talk about kosher really, why did going out to a trafe restaurant uh, lead me to tears? Because I think Shabbos does do something, you know, deep inside to us. So. Unbelievable. And I'm sure you had plenty of colleagues who reminded you at that time that life's a lot easier without Shabbos. Oh, for, I mean, look, I was 16, so yeah, a lot of people reminded me <laughs> back in the day. Uh, my senior prom was coming up a few months later on Shabbos, and all of my friends and classmates thought that I had lost my mind to be, you know, <laughs> spending. I actually spent my first NCSY Shabbaton, um, that Shabbos, spring regional, instead of going to my senior prom, and people had thought that there was something wrong with me, and it was it was an amazing weekend, and that was the beginning of even more, so... Um, but I think I think for people that are you know kind of not sure about it, the, the best way to understand is to try. We just actually did a video um, spoofing green eggs and ham called Green Eggs No Ham. It's our <laughs> most recent uh, you know uh, video on the website, and where we take the lesson of green eggs and ham. And um, I sort of have a little banter with 
a character who ditches high holiday services, and I tell him, just try it, just try Torah, just try Shabbos, just try praying, and then see what you think about it. So um, I think it's a powerful message. Give it a try, give it a fair try, and then form an opinion afterwards. Amazing. Allison Joseph is with us. We're excited because starting this coming Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, you're going to be sharing your thoughts, your stories, conversation with our listeners and anybody who tunes in around the world and downloads it afterwards. Obviously, it'll be available on demand. You're going to be uh, doing a 30-minute show each and every week. Tell us what will be included in this weekly presentation. So, um, you know, Hashem gave me the gift of gab, so it's really never hard for me to, um, <laughs> you know, fill up any airways. What I'm hoping that the radio show, Judah in the City Speaks, will sort of uh, continue on from the website and the videos will be more uh, breaking down the stereotypes about Orthodox Jews and more opportunities to show meaning and beauty uh, within, you know, an Orthodox lifestyle. So um, and we're going to be bringing on a lot of cool guests, um, you know, past All-Stars, this year's All-Stars. Uh, maybe I should explain to your audience, um, for the last three years, we're actually about to announce later today the 2014 Orthodox Jewish All-Stars. We've picked ten individuals who have excelled in a various number of uh, professions, all different fields, who have remained observant as they've climbed to the top. And it's our attempt to show people that um, halacha is not something that has to hold a person back, that it actually, being an observant Jew is something that can actually give a career meaning and more purpose as opposed to thinking about all the things that you can't do. So um, we're going to be bringing a bunch of those all-stars on throughout the year to hear their stories a little bit more in depth and you know, what gives them, give them chizuk and um, maybe some of the challenges they faced professionally and how they got past it and how they've broken down stereotypes. What a great idea. I'll tell you, the production value on that is fantastic. You have become synonymous with the Jewish All-Stars, and it's an amazing list each and every year. Uh, th th this year again, today, will include people you have not nominated before, right? They have never right. appeared on the list Brand before. So we'll meet a lot of new people. I'm sure there'll be a, 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 some names that are familiar and others that are not to people. Uh, and you'll be speaking with some of them, and they'll be included in the Thursday show. Uh, Jew in the City Speaks, everybody. It debuts this coming Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. We're going to be splitting the hour, Jew in the City, at 10 a.m., and then Miriam L. Wallach with That's Life at 10.30 a.m. That's how it's going to work starting this coming Thursday at the Nachum Siegel Network at jmnam.org. We are very excited. Jew in the City is an amazing and incredible representative of our people. I recommend the website, jewinthecity.com. You'll see incredible articles and videos, a whole bunch of material. And what time today can we expect the big announcement? Oh, oh, for me to announce it? Yeah. Oh, um, my kids are going to go off to school at about 8 o'clock, so I'll start typing at 8.01. All right. So, <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, it'll be very. And that'll be the first place where the list of all stars for this year will be published. Oh, oh the big announcement! Yeah. Oh, the big. Oh, I thought you meant the radio show. No, oh, as far as I'm it. concerned, that announcement's been made already. I, I know. I thought you were like, what am I going to put this on Facebook? God, the big announcement of the all stars. God, um, we're we're uh, you know editing the last few bits of the the press release in the next couple hours, God willing. All right. God, so by by noon today, it'll start becoming news. Yes, exactly. Congratulations, Allison. You're always an amazing guest. It's great to have you on the team and continued good luck with everything. Thank you so much, and I mean. Allison Josephs is Jew in the City. Jew in the City Speaks becomes part of our lineup this coming Thursday at 10 a.m. Miriam L. Wallach will have That's Life at 10.30. That's how that hour is going to work. And um, later today, Jew in the couldn't have picked a better day to speak there because later today she'll be releasing her 2014 list of uh, Jewish all-stars. And uh, you can check it out on the website, jewinthecity.com. And um, if you have not read her material or seen her videos, we are strongly, as we always do, we strongly recommend it. Always, Also, 
gratifying and interesting to get her perspective on the Shabbos project and uh, hear her perspective on what so many people are going to be experiencing both on you know from both ends from those who've never been part of a Shabbos before to those who are part of Shabbos each week uh, this coming Shabbos very interesting.